0: By Sports Interaction, Sports Sportsbook.
1: It's not often we get to do this. I was muted that whole time. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's not often we get to do this, Flames fans. Um, it's game over Calgary. It's Audi. Uh, and we're covering a win. We don't often get to do that when I'm the host of this show. It just seems to uh, fall by the wayside and I get to cover losses. But it was a close one. We're going to talk about it. We got a lot of, a lot of good things lined up for today's show. Welcome to Game Over Calgary. Calgary Flames defeating the Columbus Blue Jackets, a tight one, a 4-3 to final in overtime from the Scotiabank Saddledome. Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pre-game, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Uh, sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn19plus. Please play responsibly. And if you or anybody you know has any issues with gambling, uh, please be sure to check out the show notes. There are lots of resources in there to uh, get some help and guidance and assistance. So please be sure to check those out. And without further ado... The highly anticipated episode. Everybody's been waiting for this one. I've been waiting for this one. Uh, Nasher joins us today. How are you, buddy? It's uh, it's good to see you. It's um, it's late there, so first and foremost,
0: thank you so much for uh, for taking the time. How you doing? Oh, we are uh, living the dream. Despite a tough loss, there great game though. We have a lot to talk about here today, and I do have to say, your Twitter community one of the best in the game all right my my dms my replies they were just buzzing all week long telling me to get on this show so here we are i'm look and, and
1: like i said to you before i uh i dm'd you back in september and i'm like you know what i'm gonna write it off i think that it's a, i think it's a lost cause uh but then yeah the community banded together the shout out to crash i think he's one of your uh one of your mods on uh on, uh, on Twitch, and he he yeah. kind of helped facilitate this too. So shout out to him. I know he's in the chat. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, not uh, not shy of storylines tonight uh, between these two teams. Um, but before we even break down the game, I kind of wanted to ask you, I have a lot of Flames people on this show, rightfully so. It's Game Over Calgary. But one of the things I've wanted to get from a Columbus perspective, we, we, we talk all the time about going back to the signing, the, the, the big day when Johnny Gaudreau announces he's not going to be uh, – not going to be coming back to Calgary. Uh, and then we find out, we see the Elliot Friedman tweet or the Frank Cervelli tweet that uh, he's going to Columbus. I know you were pretty hyped. I, I, like I've followed you for a while, but uh, take me through your, your reactions that day. That was some pretty big news for, uh, for the fan base.
0: Yeah, man, it, it just came out of nowhere as well, right? Cause we had heard all the rumors about, you know, Philly and New Jersey and all, and all those teams. And then just out of nowhere, you get the, the tweet notification on your phone that Johnny hockey is signing in Columbus. and, i think with everything that's gone on with with our organization and you know the struggles that we've had the players that we've lost along the way for a variety of different reasons getting johnny hockey you know the biggest free agent of the summer was you know a, a dream come true for everyone here in this city and i know this year hasn't you know worked out the way that we wanted to so far but uh i think johnny Hockey's kind of the piece that you can build around and you know, maybe we get Connor Bedard. in the I was gonna draft, say Johnny to say, Gaudreau you know, or that Connie, B- Connor be Bedard. Bad little guy. combo, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, yeah. We you know we're getting too ahead of ourselves, but who knows what next year's gonna look like? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, exciting.
1: At the end of the day, man, the the Columbus Blue Jackets just about made uh, the the Flames look silly in two games this year. Uh, they split the season series, but um, yeah, it was it was a pretty disastrous time for Calgary Flames fans. We were uh, we were. We were going through it. It was a summer to uh, to almost forget until uh, Matthew Kachuk ends up getting traded for O and all that is, uh, has come and gone. But yeah, you know what? You talk about players that have come and gone in Columbus. I remember not long ago, the Blue Jackets going all in at the deadline, acquiring, uh, what was it, Duchesne, Dezingle. They brought in yeah. a bunch of guys at the deadline. And I thought that was going to tra- uh, like change the trade deadline forever because like columbus went all in and i think they were like i'm not trying to rub salt in the wound but i think they were a first round bounce that year uh if i'm not mistaken but yeah it's uh we're not far removed from columbus being like a pretty good team and now they're you know kind of are where they are on a, on a bit of a rebuild here but i'm excited to see uh see what happens you, you guys have a really passionate fan base um and i think you guys deserve uh deserve
0: some good so we'll see what happens here dude our last game was versus the sharks And it sold out a sellout game. Blue Jackets for sharks. Last game is unbelievable. The fans are showing up. Listen, we're, we're one of the most passionate fan bases out there. If there's a team that deserves bedard, it's the blue jackets this year. I'm telling you what this, the energy in the building is still there. Even with us being the worst team in the league right now, it it is pretty cool to see the stock for being a Columbus blue jackets fan is just going (laughs) up and up
1: and up right now Hop on the wagon. That's it. Everybody, everybody's going to be hopping on the wagon. Um, Look, I, I mentioned to you before, uh, like super uh, appreciative and thankful, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention uh, on a personal note, before we get into diving into the game, um, I'm going to fanboy a little bit here, just because I, I was uh, part of the uh, Ivy Sports Leadership Conference a couple of years ago, yeah. and you, your panel was like pretty much what, what made me stick it out with this stuff, so... From a personal level, I, like, just I wanted to make sure I thank you for that because like this is huge. I would have never thought I would have had this opportunity, and uh, a lot of that's credit to you, and, and uh, your panel there was,
0: was incredible. So I just want to thank you for that before we, uh, before we go any further. Of course, man. I remember that, and I remember uh, hitting you with the follow when uh, I think you asked a question or something. You were one of the most engaged people. There. I tried, so it's, man. It's, it's I very felt very cool to see where you've come, man. For real. It's I pr- cool. I
1: appreciate it. It's uh, it means a lot. And like I said, it's not just fluff. I, I genuinely mean all that. So, um, but before uh, I pump your tires too much and everybody starts uh starts giving me a hard time, this was a hell of a game, man. Like like no. aside from the storylines, like we'll talk about the whole Gaudreau reception and all that the blue jackets like they finished the game here it, it was the shots were 45 23 in favor of calgary at the end of regulation but i don't think that was indicative of how like the flames were dominant in stretches but the blue jackets like forced a lot of turnovers forced a lot of odd man rushes that boone goal was nasty um take me through it what did you think like from the start to finish uh, from a columbus perspective
0: yeah, man. This is a team that, you know, nev- never gives up. I mean, obviously this year has been a bit different than most, but we saw kind of the energy and the excitement that this team can bring. Right. And I think one of the, the two biggest things that I think the team struggles with is number one, the power play is horrendous. We saw it in the four on three that then went into a five on four. that didn't get a single shot on net. We got lucky Johnny hockey was dishing them out today. And, uh, you know, he got one over to line and got one over to Marchenko there, but, uh, yeah, the, the boys uh the boys usually struggle on the power play. And I think that's where the biggest difference maker in this game was. Finally Johnny got something going and got the, the power play feeds over there. And once you have Line actually shooting biscuits and hitting the net, they do, you know, start to go in. So it's it's a very exciting game, but you just you know it you never know what you're gonna get with the blue jacket's power play. It's
1: nasty too. Like I didn't realize that that Johnny and, and uh and Line connection. Like they were hitting each other. That was like that was only one of a few, like, pretty nice uh feeds to one another. And then when uh there was it seemed like there was an in-game adjustment and Boone Jenner, I think Roslovic usually plays on that line, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. They booted him and then put Boone in there. Yeah. That was that was like everything. holy shit, man, that was incredible. Like that that line was that like that was pure dominance. And uh it was uh it was scary for a little bit as a Flames fan and as a, as a spectator that has to come on a show and talk about the Calgary Flames performance after a game like that. Um, because, like, man, they, they pushed him to the brink. They, they take it to overtime. And had it not been for a turnover and a Dubé goal, this could have been a much different... Uh, and uh, you know what? I think a lot of credit, too, to uh, Corpusolo because he, he did not get much support from the start. Like, it was... I think I put out a tweet. I was like, man, I, I genuinely feel bad for this guy. Like turnover after turnover. Is this a common thing? Like I felt so bad watching this. I'm like, man, he's doing everything he can and and and, like he just can't get any support in front of him.
0: No, that's yeah, that's the thing this year is uh, you know, it's it's kind of the question going into the year was who's gonna be the number one goalie, Corpy or Elvis. And I think Corpy, each and every game, he he's starting to be the guy that you can turn to to really turn the tides of a game and, and really carry you to a win. Much like what we almost saw today, I mean, what Calgary had double the shots, and he still almost kept the minute. It. And it's not like these were just you know random shots that they were flipping it on net. These were some crazy saves, rebounds. He was getting a piece of everything there.
1: Yeah, it was uh, you know usually, for from the from a Flames perspective, they're pretty good at doing this where they put up a boatload of shots, uh, and they end up losing a game, which was could have been the storyline tonight uh but a lot of those are perimeter shots they're not really coming from high danger areas they they're just kind of fluff shots that uh, you know right in the belly pad or or easy shots uh, for for goalies to save but um yeah i found the flames were like putting a lot of pressure on tonight they did a lot of really good things um to force turnovers which was another big storyline for Col- again i'm not trying to like this isn't like the poo-poo on Columbus stream, but it was like. Oh, it deserved. I deserves. mean, like there were a lot of a lot of forced D zone turnovers for Columbus, and it was like, man, like I don't know, it's uh, it's got to be frustrating as a, as a Blue Jackets fan. But you guys seem to be um, the fan base, at least from what from from an outside perspective, seem to be uh, like pretty positive about the whole thing. Like I think that's something, unless I'm completely out to lunch and just seeing uh, this the superficial stuff it seems to me like you guys are keep keeping pretty level-headed about the whole thing and i mean i would too if you had a chance at bedard but
0: right i think it depends on the person that you talk to but for me at this point you know i am just rooting for the boys to go out there and play a a good and competitive game obviously a a lot over the month of january and december we were losing games five two five one every single game now at least you know now at least it's turning into somewhat of a game and that's all we can ask for you know as long as they're fighting you know, maybe you end up with a loss, but maybe that helps you get Bedard at the end. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'm just sitting back and just watching hockey. And obviously, we're not making the playoffs. We don't have a shot at it, so you can just kind of sit back and enjoy the ride, whatever that may be.
1: Coming into this one, the Blue Jackets 4-15 and 0 in their last 19. They moved to 4-15 and 1. So at least they get one point out of it. Um, no. Before before we go uh, ahead too far, let's take take a look at some of the chat here uh lots of people in here by the way if you're enjoying what you're seeing please be sure to like it share the stream on twitter get some more people in here we should use some more columbus fans in here we can't have just one so that'd be nice uh yeah right we try to get some uh some outside spectators as well uh arcade regiment saying audi versus the ad read yeah that was a rough that was a rough first ad read (laughs) uh i'm usually pretty good at those but today was uh today was not so good peltier got an extra minute and a half of time on ice does he get a third game i think so i think he does. not sure if you followed along too much, but the Flames, as of late, uh, well, Daryl Sutter, as of late, reluctancy to play uh, some of the young kids. We finally got Jacob Pelche, who was the Flames' first round pick in 2019. Uh, he's got a couple games, so now we're trying to figure out how much longer of a leash he gets uh, playing on the fourth line with Trevor Lewis and uh, Walker Dewar, So we'll find out. Um, a lot of thank you crashes in the chat for for getting this uh, getting this of thing course. going. Um, did
0: chat want to talk about the, uh, did you want to talk about the OT goal yet? Who, the because, chat? Oh, uh, I've, you know, it, are you, are you, is no one in chat going to acknowledge that Johnny Hockey got drugged to the ice before the giveaway that led to the OT goal? You're saying that's not, listen, I know Laine fell. Laine fell. I'll admit it. Laine fell. Johnny did not fall. He's on the ground and there's a stick between his legs. Look, look, that's I call I'm I think not no. Look, with the loss, but that's a call all day.
1: I I don't disagree. I I don't disagree because, and I think that there's a greater issue here than just that one call. Obviously, yeah. it led to the eventual game winner. But I think the honestly, I think the and I'm usually like anybody who knows me knows that I'm pretty much team stripes. It's a tough job, it and it's a thankless job on the best of days. But this was some pretty horrific officiating tonight. Um, that was not, a, uh, that was not, uh, too many men on the ice. First no. and foremost, they had I, five I guys on the, the,
0: they never showed the replay on the feed. I was watching I guess you guys so were watching ESPN and Hulu ESPN tonight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they never, sh- they like showed a still of it, but never showed the rest. And I, so you can confirm it wasn't. Yeah.
1: So sportsnet yeah. actually, they, they took the, uh, the, the like overhead angle and, uh, and yeah, all, there was five guys, but I think it was, <laughs> I can't remember if it was good, good Branson going off. But yeah, somebody, it, like, kind of gave the illusion that he was like, oh, shit, like, I got to get off. Um, and I don't know. They didn't really count. They just, like, <laughs> for they, they just hope for the best. It looked, um,
0: it looked weird, like, seeing it in real time. It seemed like something was off. But, again, I, I couldn't really tell.
1: Yeah, it was definitely not. I, I, you know what? For I, I was actually kind of happy that the Flames didn't score on that power play because it would have felt, like, just criminally unfair. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, like... <laughs> it's it is what it is at this point i respect that yeah. it, i i try man i try you gotta stay level-headed in this uh yep. in this biz uh robert saying the obs to youtube delay is much longer than it is on twitch oh people just talking about twitch and uh and obs here um let's see lots of uh lots of nash love people saying audi and nash are not the collab that we asked for but the collab we needed that's uh, that's coming from Nate. I appreciate that one. Yeah, if you um, guys
0: have any questions, you're dying to yeah. ask. Yeah, them in the chat, and for me or for Adi, either of us, you know, yeah, to help you guys. So
1: I, that's what I was going to say. That maybe our call to action for the next, uh, as we kind of move along here on Game Over Calgary, following a Flames four three win over the Columbus Blue Jackets in overtime. Uh, if you have any questions, any questions, any questions, uh, throw them in the chat. Let's uh, let's let's get some. Uh, maybe we'll spend the less, last segment as we continue along here. Uh, answering your questions that you might have for myself that you might have for for Nasher so we can uh, we can get those ones answered. Um I wanted to ask you about the Goudreau reception from Flames fans because it was a pretty mixed uh signal on Twitter. Twitter's mm-hmm. a pretty a pretty sane place, right? Like people are not going over the edge on Twitter <laughs> right. at all. And and um you know, a lot of Flames fans obviously very upset with the way things went down with Johnny Gaudreau. I said, I land on the side and I kind of want to get your two cents on it too, throwing your Columbus uh, allegiances out the window, just like strictly as a fan. If it like for me, the whole time I was looking at this, I'm thinking Johnny Gaudreau has given what he can to Calgary. He's earned the right to go and test free agency and go somewhere else. Uh, You know, it's a family decision. He's got a young family. Uh, His wife was pregnant at the time. Um, and he moves closer to home. He's not right there, but he's closer than he would be if he was in Calgary. So this whole time, I think, you know what, all the best to him. I'm not, you know, no sweat off my back from your perspective. If somebody were to do that for Columbus, like, yeah. is that, is that the same kind of feeling or are you holding a grudge? Like uh 90% of flames, Twitter and flames fans seem to do.
0: Uh, yeah, I I think we've kind of went through it a little bit, right? So we had, uh, it, it's, Not quite the same because Panarin was only with us for a couple of years, but it is similar in the sense that, you know, he had his opportunity. He gave it his all while he was here. And then, you know, it was even rumored that we offered more money than the Rangers. So that hurt a little bit, but I, listen, I love Brad, man. I still watch him. I still support him. I still, you know, wish him the best. I hope he lifts the cup someday. Um, But as for something on kind of the opposite end, we had the Pierre-Luc Dubois situation. Oh, right. He handled that about as poorly as possible, right? everyone saw his his lazy shift his last shift as a blue jacket was him you know moving three feet over the course of a 30 second shift so i think there's both sides of it right we have our people that we still hold near and dear like panarin that they can go wherever and we'll support them and then you kind of have the pld which made himself a villain i personally i i know him like on a more personal level and have hung out with him at some events and whatnot. And I still love the guy. I think he's funny. I don't know what the ins and outs of the situation, but yeah, there's different situations for different players and it kind of just depends.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I like, like what I, are your
0: thoughts on like Kachuk? I mean, what, okay. Right so, now, what you, just yeah, off the top of your head. I I mean,
1: it wasn't, I don't really hold much of a grudge for him either. I think that he went about it, As good as you can for someone who still has a year of team control, Um, you know, told the Flames he wasn't interested in re-signing. And here's the teams that I'd like to go to if you'd like to try to facilitate a trade. Um, Had the decency, not decency, like it's like it makes me sound like a prick when I say it like that. But like, 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 you know what I'm trying to say? Like he had the like the I don't know what the word would be, but either way, he, he had the, I guess we'll say decency to go to flames management and say, look, uh, I don't really like the direction things are going. I don't think I see myself here long-term, uh, trade me and see what you can get for me. So you can still kind of stay in your competitive window. And at the time that trade looked pretty good. Huberto, Weger, Cole Schwinton, a first, um, Huberto off to an incredibly slow start, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, like I said, I don't really hold a grudge on either player. I think that both handled it kind of the same. Like, like, look, Goudreau was um, up until they say up until the 12th hour was considering coming back to Calgary. And even after he said he wasn't going to sign and free agency opened, he still considered coming back on a seven-year deal. Yep. So clearly this place meant something to him, and it was a difficult decision. I don't think that we need to dogpile on the guy for making a decision that he thinks is better for his life because, you know, hockey players are humans too, um, to make a personal decision like that. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to join the dogpile. A lot of people disagree, but uh, um, I'm one of those people that, I don't know, it's just, it's it's a life decision for a lot of these people. Like, you got to think, put yourself in, in their shoes too. Um, like people, like players that decide to go home, right? Would, yep. If you were, if you had the opportunity to go home and play professional hockey for a team that you either grew up cheering for or a place that you grew up nearby, how could you, how could you pass that up?
0: Right. I completely agree. Yep.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's, there's a lot of people that fall on different sides and it was especially a conversation uh, this year in Calgary Flamesland because a lot of, a lot of people were not happy with Johnny. And as you could see tonight with some of the, uh, some of the signage at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome, uh, this is a question for you uh no that's that's it that's a fake name that's a fake name i got i got got last stream somebody <laughs> threw a <laughs> fake prospect every time oh now? dude yeah. it's bad it it's bad i i and usually i don't like because we got a mod robert who's incredible and he usually filters through all this stuff but the fake names always get me yeah um <laughs> uh, okay so i'll ask you uh maxim my, my buddy maxim says nasher when are you making your next song
0: I, t- I told the people 1 million subscribers, I'll get another song. A milli,
1: a, a milli, a milli. We... Try
0: to, I, I said I wanted to... I'm going, like, professional. We're renting out a studio. Maybe there'll be features. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going very big for a million.
1: You just got to get, like a bunch of the like NHL YouTube, or uh, like streaming community or, yeah. or even like, I don't know. Like I'm sure... No sleeves feature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would, I, yeah, in. we would do it. <laughs> yeah. If you can get cam on there, that would be, uh, that'd be awesome. Um, yep. Nate says, Nasher, how do you, or what do you feel is your biggest achievement playing the NHL video game franchise? And a follow up to that, what is your biggest achievement as a content creator? So, so I guess answer the first one would be, uh, your biggest achievement playing the game. So like, I I guess that would mean like, I
0: I think I can kind of tie these both in together. Almost Uh, biggest achievement through NHL. And then while playing NHL was, I think getting to go to the media tour and literally I just played NHL with McDavid, Matthews, McCarr, every single big name in the league and getting to like, just sit down and one-on-one chat with the guys in, in the NHL. Um, you realize like you were saying earlier, these are just humans. They're just normal dudes. You hang out with them, you talk to them. And, um, I think the, the beauty of it that I found that, you know, I've met a lot of people from a lot of different sports, but I really do find that that hockey players are the most down to earth dudes that I've ever met. Like you're just hanging out with Austin Matthews. And like we hung out and had, um, played in a charity tournament earlier. And he was like, yo, yeah, remember that time me, you and Marner went undefeated. And I was like, yeah, dude. And he like hits me up and like, asked me for like EASHL player builds occasionally. Like he's, he's such a nice down there dude. And I think that's true for, for all the big names and everyone that I've met so far in the league. So just getting to do that, get to meet the, uh, you know, the players that I look up to every day. And, um, uh, I think, along with that, getting to meet Rick Nash is definitely one of the biggest I was moments gonna in, say that's in my life, like we were on the stage at the draft party, and they brought Rick Nash out, and I had no idea what was happening. They literally just brought him out. And uh, that was my first time, you know, face to face with Rick Nash, the guy that uh, I made my username after, and the guy that inspired it all. So yeah, that's up there that's, for
1: sure. that's awesome. And uh, you even got to uh, participate, uh, share the ice with him uh, yep. recently, which was which was pretty cool. Tell us, uh, Tell us about that. I know you put a video out about it, but uh, little little sneak peek for the people who haven't quite watched yet.
0: Yeah, so our video t- we got a two-parter coming. So the next video is going to be all the Rick Nash stuff. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Blue Jackets invited me and Arda Ocal. He's over with the ESPN out to uh, to just like a two-day nothing but content-filled day uh, over at Nationwide Arena. And man, some of the stuff we got to do, we got to fire the cannon off at Nationwide Arena. No, and no, no one way. else has ever no non-employee of the blue jackets has ever done that before me and arda did so i got to flip the switch the cannon went boom like it was it's a surreal moment man that's so cool and then uh, they invited us out to the alumni skate so ton of blue jackets alumni a lot of the guys that uh, i actually have a picture of me going to meet uh, Jean-Luc Grandpierre at Home Depot as like a five-year-old. That's awesome. I have that picture, and I was on the ice with him and Jody Shelley and Rick Nash and uh, just all the guys that I looked up to as a kid. So, yeah, they still got it. Let's just say that. I I thought I was going to be able to keep up just a little bit with them getting a little bit older now. But uh, out on the ice, I tell you what, Rick Nash could still be playing hockey if it weren't for the concussions, man. He was flying out there. Yeah, absolutely flying
1: no that's that's so awesome and 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 i think it's just a like a like to bring it like motivationally like this like this industry has led you to so much stuff and 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 cool stuff and you know it's within reach for people so um not to get all all deep on everybody but like just keep doing what you're doing because you never know you could uh you know be the next nasher or something uh something similar yeah. along those lines right like look so at what true, it's man. led you to man it's like like would you have thought like 10 years ago that this is where you would have been today?
0: No, I mean, dude, I I thought I was just going to be in some office job, just working a nine to five. And, uh, now literally every single day I wake up living the dream and it's all because of, you know, my, my supporters, man. So I have you guys to thank for that. Audie, you included, you were a big fan of mine and every single it's all, it's obviously weird. You see like the numbers go up on the screen, Mm -hmm. but as you start to actually meet the people that, uh, support you and show love to your videos, like out in person or, you know, out on, on calls like this. Yeah. It really does kind of change your your perspective on thing and things. And, uh, just like how important, um, what we do as creators is for some people.
1: Absolutely. No, you, you hit the nail on the
0: head and as uh,
1: yeah, I, I could, I couldn't agree more. Um, (laughs) Tony Ferrelli saying Nasher longtime follower, first time listener, love what you're doing with growing the game. What's your favorite beer? And when are you meeting me and Crash for one?
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm a Corona and Lime kind of guy, but uh, you know anytime you anytime any place you want me to get out there, I think I got to get up to Calgary and do a uh, roller hockey tourney or something. You should. I was gonna say soon. Crash
1: Crash literally lives like three blocks from me. Like, oh really? So my okay. house my house backs onto a soccer field, which backs onto an ODR, which is pretty sweet. I got an ODR within walking distance, and the only reason I found this out just to quickly sidebar. Uh, I posted a picture this ODR used to not have lights. I posted this picture last winter of a dude with his truck and his high beams facing the ODR so that his kids so that his kids could be skating out there. I posted a picture. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, this is so sweet. I would have never thought of that crash replied to me. He's like, yeah, that was literally me. Like that was that was me and my kids, and I'm like, oh no way! And he found out he lives uh, lives just down the street. So look at that! I know it's crazy, such a small world. Um, Mitch says, Nasher, which flame would you most want on the jackets from this current roster?
0: Hmm. I mean, I saw there were rumblings that Kadri was thinking about coming to the Blue Jackets after Johnny signed. I said that like came out today. I think I think I saw that. That he'd be up there. To Foley's always a guy like he's just ripping them. It seems like he gets like five shots a game to full every every single game that I watch.
1: He's shooting like crazy this year. And like last year when the flames got him uh, on Valentine's day, they acquired him right before the trade deadline and he lit it up for the first few weeks and he kind of slumped and everybody kind of got worried. But this year, man, he's been lights out lights out. He's been so good.
0: I mean, that's really the Blue Jackets. They have line, A, but we just need some guys that, that'll shoot the puck, especially on the power play. So I, I'd lead towards Kadri or uh, Tofoli, one of the two. Probably. There you go. There you go. Uh, someone's saying we need to get Audi Zoom Plus for
1: longer game overs, by the way. Uh, Steve, if you're watching, watching, uh, Zoom Plus <laughs> would be ideal. Uh, is that what it's even called? Zoom Premium, Zoom Plus, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, bu- 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 let's see. What else have we got here? Uh,
0: Antonio says Nasher how safe is Brad Larson's job I mean I think he's just the the tank commander right now if yeah I was it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's kind of a tough position like yeah you just don't know what's going on behind the scenes obviously if you're a player you're playing for your job if you're a coach you're you're coaching for your job despite the the need for a tank but man it's not looking good I, I think What I've seen is, obviously, Brad Larson was under torts, and it just seems like a lot of the same struggles that we had, you know, with Tortorella as coach have still continued. It seems like he kind of is just a clone of what torts used to be sure he's a little quieter with the media and it seems like he's more of uh the players are at least more of a fan of him but the results uh, in terms of the power play especially in the offense it's always been a struggle and it continues to be so i don't know we'll see what the uh coaching availability looks like over the summer and over the offseason but for me right now it doesn't doesn't seem like he'd be coming back but honestly anything's possible who's to say
1: that's uh that bruce boudreau guy is available now too
0: that's, that's Canucks. What I heard. Canucks that's fumbling what
1: I heard. the bag so hard, yeah. so hard with that whole. That was, whole, two, that was I'm so. so bad. I'm
0: still just. I get sad when I think about. Oh that man, day, like and how that all went down.
1: Every hockey person you talk to has a good Bruce Boudreaux story. Like he's just yep. such a genuinely like. From what the hockey circles say, such a good dude, and it just sucks to see. Uh, see something like that happen. Um, Nate, with another follow up question. He's a big jersey guy. Does lots of jersey concepts. He wants to know the best Columbus Blue Jackets jersey. Of all time,
0: I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards the OG one. The yeah. uh, the neon green is just I don't know. It just I, I'm a big fan of like the old early 2000s, you know 90s kind of kind of flair and the old the old logo too. A lot of people like there's like a CB a hidden CBJ in there that a lot not a lot of people even see unless you look for it. I think those like secret meaning logos yeah. are sick. And we had the old uh, Stinger patches on the the sleeves. Which, I'm a big Stinger fan. I think the more Stinger, the better toss them on the yeah. shoulder. Oh, yeah. So, I think the OG one's probably my go-to. Blue Jackets need some help in the jersey front, though. The reverse retros, eh. They're, they're both kind of meh. Yeah, yeah, both very, very mid.
1: So, yeah. we need some help, for sure. I I am very partial to the Canon jersey. Yeah. Like, the circle logo. If they made, a like, a cream-colored, like, w- like away jersey and somehow incorporated that and like i don't know maybe that's like like just maybe blue jackets fans hate it i have no idea but like that jersey i friggin love it and if they if they somehow made like some kind of away jersey for it and and went that for home and away chef's kiss chef's kiss i would be i'd be all over that
0: i would not mind it depending on how they do it the only thing i don't really love like i feel like the logo isn't good like the cannon here just yeah. doesn't look as good to me as like a, an apparel logo. It's not as good for jerseys. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, you're right. It, it would be too, like it would, it's too small, right? Like yeah. you, you, it's too many small details. Um, let's see. We got any more questions here? Uh, last call, we'll say last call, maybe answer a few more here as we put a bow on, uh, on this episode of game over Calgary, I guess on the topic of jerseys thoughts on, uh, thoughts on the flames, bringing blasty back the uh blasty. <laughs> the the well you know like the horse head with the yep, yep. yeah well he's back now he was the reverse retro a couple of years ago did you not know he was called blasty
0: i actually did i don't i mean maybe i've heard it before but it just did, it didn't come to mind okay, I, knew, fair, I knew what you were talking fair. about yeah but. yeah 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 yeah
1: well anyway th- did, are you a fan are you not a fan it's it's kind of like a hot I, topic here in calgary you either love him or you hate him really
0: i thought i thought everyone was kind of on board for it now i mean i think
1: most people are i, I it had to, i'll tell you it had to grow on me I wasn't huge on it, and then uh, they brought it back, and it was kind of shoved in everybody's face, and so I kind of
0: had to like it, and I really like it. So I mean, I think the color. I mean, I think the color scheme is very nice. It pop. It, it almost reminds me of the uh, the the new Vancouver skate jersey a little bit, just in terms of the the colors. I think it pops though. I don't. I'm looking at. I, I just pulled it up. Yeah, you know, I could see how people would hate it. I'll just say that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I go back and forth. I don't know. I was on a I was on a Tampa Bay Lightning podcast
1: a few months ago and they thought it was a dragon this whole time. So um mm-hmm. you know, I Cowboys, Cowtown, Calgary, <laughs> dragons. Yeah. So yeah, perfect. Um <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Pop up, uh a couple more. Uh, somebody says, "Well, Nasher, if you need that OG jersey in the collection, I may have one to sell." Uh, oh, shameless Holy shameless, child, shameless plug to all the <laughs> for all the jersey sellers out there. They got tons of
0: jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You I know, can imagine. You know how it goes. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. I've got like Why a is fraction of no a on... jersey behind you, though. So funny
1: question. story. Funny story. But I had a blasty jersey. Um, a couple weekends ago it was my fiance's birthday, and we I took her to a Flames game. She loves Elias Lindholm, so. I actually ended up buying this one, the reverse retro and I gave her the blasty and we put Elias Lindholm on the back at the flame store. So I lost my blasty to my fiance. Uh, and now, (laughs) now I have a, now I have a reverse retro and I'll have to get a blasty, uh, blasty another time. So, um, tried, tried, tried to be a good guy and, uh, it worked. She's, she's still around. So, um, I think that's going to put a bow on it though. This, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Like I said, man, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on, it was uh, a long time coming and a lot of persistence, but we got there. Uh, and it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of credit goes out to everybody who uh, who tagged you and, and bugged you and blew up your DMs yep. and, and 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 notifications. You're like, holy shit! Can this Audi guy leave me alone? Um, okay. But thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Everybody knows where to find you, but just like take this time to talk about whatever you're working on and wherever. If people buy, live under a rock and don't know who you are, uh, where they can find you.
0: Of course, man. Yeah, we're trying to change the game over on YouTube. We got all sorts of crazy content on the way. I'm just at Nasher over on YouTube, at the Nasher 61 on other socials. Uh, for real, thank you for having me on. I know we've been talking off and on on uh, Twitter and everything for a while, but uh, good to actually talk here and uh, get on the show. And I'll have to come out to Calgary sometime. We'll get some pond hockey in, hit a game soon, maybe get some roller in. uh at some point so chat thank you for all the love as always for real it's been a great show and uh if you ever want to have me on again let's do it all right all right well you guys heard it Uh,
1: we'll, well next season when the blue jackets are in town we'll uh we'll have to We'll have to hit you up. Um, okay, Flames fans, before we wrap it up, uh, the next Game Over Calgary will be on Thursday. Uh, Peter Klein will be hosting, and that will be against the Chicago Blackhawks. So uh, on behalf of myself, on behalf of Nasher, the Calgary Flames winning 4-3 to in overtime over the Columbus Blue Jackets, I want to thank you guys so much for stopping by and watching Game Over Calgary, presented by uh, Sports Interaction on SDPN Sports. And we will see you on the next stream. Be safe, everybody. Take care, and we'll talk to you then.
0: by Sports Interaction. Canada Sports Book.